1: It is May 6th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. WWE Backlash was tonight the first co-branded pay-per-view since they've gone back to merging those two post-WrestleMania. Uh, Mr. Matt Morgan, Mr. Justin Labar. Matt, what would you think of tonight's show?
2: I think my hat's giving me some issues. Um, yeah, had really good potential. Uh, uh, main event, a little bit of, not a big letdown, actually, the main event tonight. We'll get into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Crowd was hot, man. To start with, uh, Justin. Overall, what 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 you your your big picture top level thoughts on tonight? Having watched the whole uh, pay per view,
3: uh, I feel sorry for some people around the world who it's much later <laughs> or, or, or or much earlier, depending on uh, what what side of the time zone they're on. I mean, I you know it started off with a phenomenal match, and, and they said it right. It's hard hard match to follow between Miz and Seth Rollins, and there were some there were some good spots. I thought I, I liked the Elias segment and such, but. Uh, You and I were just talking about it before we went on air, just momentum, just just the momentum and the pace of the show, especially towards the back end, just pretty brutal to watch.
1: Yeah. You know, hey, if you stopped watching after Nakamura versus AJ Styles, that was the main event, you probably saw a pretty solid (laughs) pay-per-view. If you didn't watch it and you're listening to the podcast – that's the recommendation. Backlash should be a much different experience. Uh, pre-show match, Ruby Riot versus Bailey. Notable thing that Ruby won this. Bailey and Sasha yeah. had some drama ahead of it. I'm sure tomorrow night on Raw we'll see that feud continue at a snail space and discuss it more then. Um, opening match to the main pay-per-view, Intercontinental title match, The Miz versus Seth Rollins. So, Matt, what did you think of this match?
2: The Intercontinental Championship yeah. match was money. I mean, good Lord. What well, was not to like about, like about that match? I liked small thing, but at the very end, how you know uh, Cole put over Rawls as being, you know, the hottest act on, on Raw right now at the moment. Um, he's right, you know. They don't hear him really talk like that usually. Um, but uh, great, 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 great match. And again, Miz will continue not to get the credit he deserves to be a very good worker. I know people don't like saying it, but it's the truth. It takes two to tango.
1: Yeah, Justin, what did you think? I mean, especially given that it was a little predictable, um, that the Intercontinental title was probably going to stay on Raw, all things considered, and still, and still, what yeah, think, I,
3: yeah, I think the fact that it was so predictable that they made you they made that not matter, they made the fact that it was predictable not matter, and you just enjoyed what you got. It was, uh, you know, to what Matt said. Uh, Miz is such a good performer, and I think you know a fact that kind of solidifies that he has gotten so good. You know, he's, he's so so much better than what he was. You know, nine ten years ago is the fact that they're in you know they're in Jersey, so you know a a Jersey New York kind of Philly crowd. That whole region is a very tough uh, crowd to satisfy, and that crowd very much um, you know uh, appreciates him and, and and let him hear their admiration. And that, that's that's not again that's not an easy crowd to get. So the Miz is definitely won over everybody. I think at this point.
1: Yeah, and pre show, we saw a little segment with him in the Miz Taraj. They uh did not come out and help him tonight, so he did lose that match. And I'm sure this week we will find out tomorrow night what's next for the Miz Taraj and Tuesday what's next for the Miz. But man, Rollins, it's just the crowd, even you know, I've guys noticed lately the burn it down is getting like the most interaction. Oh, yeah, anything in the show, yeah, it's great. Um, so Rollins nailed the blackout. Uh, yeah, his knee went out, went over, pin, Miz. But I recommend this match. This, I mean, we, we talked to death on this podcast how they run these things into the ground. I mean, tonight, pff, that was fantastic. Felt as fresh as ever between these two. Um, after the match, Rollins was clutching his knee as his music played. Got up, uh, got the pop on, the Miz was still down. And uh, yeah, then we went right into Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. So, this was kind of interesting for a couple of reasons tonight. But first off, Matt, what did you think of the match?
2: I loved the, the, the pre-match. of All the video packages tonight were friggin' awesome for the record. Yeah. I loved tonight's video packages. Uh, they stood out to me. Um, but uh, this video package was great. Great hype for the match. Made me more excited about it again. Um, and uh, I liked the, the, the interplay with the, uh, uh, you know, Be A Star Anti-Bullying campaign. I liked the post-match promo, um, you know, from Nia Jax. Um, the match itself was good, you know. It was what it needed to be. I had no idea what they do with uh, um, Alexa Bliss from here, you know. I mean, she she tried to do all these other tactics, these other antics of, you know, trying to flip-flop the fans, you know, and thinking that Nia is the big bully. You know, <laughs> usually that's a slow a little bit slower of a build for the type of storyline that I would have assumed they were telling. Maybe there was a DQ that would happen or Alexa bliss, you know, you know what I mean? doesn't lose flat out like that. So I don't know where they go now with this. Um, I love Alexa bliss. So I'm a little worried for her, but uh, as far as the champ champion couldn't have looked any better.
1: Yeah. So, Justin, what did what did you think? And uh, I'm curious to get both your thoughts about the post match angle. But the match itself, do you think? I mean, do you think this was the end of the feud between them, Justin?
3: I don't think it was the end. Uh, I mean, I am curious to how they go forward, but I don't think it's the end. I like the match. I like the, you know, I like some of the spots. I like the spot of Nia being pushed over the top rope, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I like that. I, the promo, while I, the promo was just too long for me. Actually, after the match, I wish it would have just been a little bit tighter. Um, just my own personal taste, really.
1: Yeah, and uh, did end with Nia catching Twisted Bliss and turned that into a Samoan drop for the pin in the win. So the promo after Nia did something that was kind of notable in this feud. So Alexa's been cutting these promos, doing these moments of bliss, kind of like PSA, talking about Nia's a bully, telling a story about her taking. Yeah food from a homeless woman story about her uh, at Disney World saying Alexa's too short to go on the grown-up rides. Mm -hmm. So after this match, Nia cuts a promo and says, "You know, this is for everyone that's ever been bullied. This is for everyone that's ever been different. Mm -hmm. And then she drops, be a star. So it's been a while since we've seen the be a star movement on WWE TV. Michael Cole quickly rushes in with, Mm -hmm. oh, they do these all over the Boys and Girls Club. This is Mm -hmm. the WWE's anti-bullying promo. This signals to me, this feud has to be near the end because they're not gonna go tomorrow night and have Alexa Bliss do another anti-bullying, mocking promo that's making fun of all that stuff um, against Nia. No, but again, I I
2: think I took that differently. Even if you guys were to interject it last week, I still would have taken it with my suspension of disbelief being in full hand as to that is what a a dickhead would do. That is what a bad Mm. person would do. Would take something so great like that and try to flip it in their favor just because they're jerks. And that's what jerks yeah. do. And, um, as long as the baby face comes out on top, I'm all for making it a part of the storyline. Well, especially yeah. if we're going to get messages by an over, you know, let's call a spade, a spade, a spade, an overweight or, or a heavier set woman yeah. who in the, who in past years don't fit the WWE prototypical, perfect Barbie doll wrestler out there cutting that type of promo, inspiring young girls out there. And, and men for that matter, about not giving a crap about what your body type is and be who you are. I, I don't see how that message is ever a bad thing.
1: I agree with that. Um, Justin, what do you think? Have they ever done be a star in the storyline before? I mean, of course, CM Punk did the famous reference to Vince McMahon. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. other than that, I don't. I can never recall them uh, putting into a storyline as part of like a feud. Obviously, they've, they've, they've peppered it all through the programming. Yeah, of course. And yeah, and they'll show video packages of, of heels and faces kind of working together and talking to schools and everything and talking to, you know, kids' assemblies. But I can never remember, no, right after a match, them tying it in to that. So this is kind of a first, and it's, uh, and you know, like you said, it's been a while since they've done the B. I mean, it's been uh, maybe two years, I feel like, yeah. at least, that they've done, that they've had any mention of B. A. star. So I don't know if, um, I don't know if that campaign's being re-energized or if they have some new initiative that they're going to start to do again and promote they, again. But uh, this, was, they, this was pretty impressive pretty unprecedented
2: they've been doing it. They haven't stopped. They just haven't been promoting it on TV because they yeah. do a million and nine different things.
1: Well, I think that's the turn. I mean, I think that's the turn with it. I think now with Nia, this is a great way for them to bring it front and center. They've done the rallies around WrestleMania. I remember the show footage of that where they get the kids in the city and you know they have the rally um, and the people talking about it. But I think if there's going to be a turn with it, yeah, I just don't see Alexa coming out there and doing, I mean, I don't want to say a parody, but doing something that mixes the message if uh this is what they're going with naya regardless i think naya has arrived i mean look think about every criticism on her um in recent years i mean even to the fact that you know they've used her weight as an advantage they're announcing her weight to kind of show her as just this you know dominant force um she got better ring gear she's doing stuff that's more fashionable um for a lot of years she was coming out in that you know kind of drab black gray and purple number i think naya's just uh, uh, yeah, I mean, she's really come into her own. In instead of
2: focus, and that's good, and that's important, I guess. But instead of focusing on that, though, Glenn. Yeah, I, I'm worried that you're setting the table for for failure. That if they do touch this in a storyline setting you're not in favor of it. I could see that,
1: right? Well, look, man. I mean, you know, I've got nephews and nieces. I mean, I think bullying is a problem. I understand that. Um, For me, like in terms of, and we talk about in the show a lot things that WWE does that offends us. For me, this is Mm -hmm. kind of low on the list. But I know for other people, it is a big deal because they do have kids that watch They do have, uh, you know, a lot of kids that look up to these superstars and take this all very seriously. Um, As I've said on the show, uh, because some people in our chat have even said that these Moment of Bliss promos have been a little offensive or they blur things too much or it's body shaming. I've been a huge, you know, I'm a bigger guy. I love the Moment of Bliss promos. I think it's, you know, I've said they're turning Alexa Bliss into an Eric Cartman style chicken ass heel in terms of trying to take the high road and warp things to revenge. I personally love it for comedy, but I'm just curious if they're really going to go there. If people are offended it-
3: by, uh, if people are offended <laughs> by these bliss promos, what, what happened is having, I mean, what happened to a heel promo? What, 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 I know.
2: what, listen, don't even get me started. We got way bigger <laughs> issues going on in our country right now with what everybody's sensitive with today and what they're not. Friggin' Boy Scouts of America. I'm not even going to touch that right now. Um, but, but uh, yeah, did you guys know that? They're no longer Boy Scouts of America. What? They changed their it? name? Yes. Yeah, Scouts of America now.
1: Is this like a 40-year delayed response to that Brady Bunch episode? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but nonetheless, you can't be a boy enjoy the Girl Scouts. But So I'll, I'll, I'll digress for a minute, moment.
1: Um, my point
2: is our whole entire society is butthurt way too quick over everything. They need to settle down. Um, with this, though, I have no problem with this, and here's why. Because the, as long as the baby face comes out on top, that is what you tell little Timmy. That is what yeah. you tell little Jenny, who you shouldn't even have to tell that to because they're going to see the baby face come out triumphantly afterwards. That's the that's the bottom line. And more importantly, if it hooks the child in that much more, even better because they're seeing one of their – the champion, this big dominant-looking female, go through crapping back. Yeah. You know what I mean? To right that wrong, right? And, and, and I think there's not. I don't see anything that is wrong with that. We're still coloring within the lines here. There's no, there's
3: no. There's no more little Timmy and little Jenny. It's all Sky, Skylar and Tucker
2: and Katie, right? Touche. Yeah. But but here, here's, here's the thing though. Now if if Alexa Bliss goes over, you know, with her foot across her chest while she you know for the one two three and talk and smack the entire time and takes a piss on her, then yeah, there's some serious. There's some yeah. I I don't agree with that. Yeah. Hey, man, for no me, come up and served. I have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, my whole thing is like, look, I, you know, I think as long as it's funny, I'm willing to give anything the benefit of the doubt. And I think that Disney World promo Alexa did, oh my God, that I, I put up there with the best things they've done this year. That was good. That was yeah. good. Yeah, really and I didn't really see funny.
2: anybody shaming in with that or anything offensive at all with that one.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this isn't Piggy James. This isn't that it-
2: was offensive.
1: Yes. And so we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about tomorrow, the next chapter in this story, if they continue with that. So after that, we got United States title match, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Hardy retained. You
2: could tell Randy was going to lose this match from his entrance on. I could tell. Really? Yeah. He
1: wasn't into it. Uh, yeah. He, he was just weird too, right? Because I feel like lately he's been a little he more has into been. it.
2: Yeah. He's had yeah. some pep in his step. He was back. I thought. You could tell in his entrance. Watch his demeanor. I could tell right away.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, the woman cutting my hair the other day watches a lot of wrestling. Not a hard, but doesn't describe herself as a hardcore fan. But she was saying Randy Orton. Oh, he's got a great look, and he's very talented. But he just gives off horror <laughs> of not caring. And I was like, and you call yourself a casual <laughs> wow. fan with that sort of attitude?
3: Did she tell you that you're getting the? Uh... Randy Orton haircut?
1: No, no. no. Uh, I, d- you know, I did go in one time though after people were telling me I looked like a fat Finn Balor, and I was just like, just cut it like this. It works for him. <laughs> I'll take the <laughs> undercut. You know,
2: that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: you should. You have, oh.
3: Glenn. Glenn, you should have told those people to be a star.
1: <laughs> hey, it's fine, right? He's a good-looking guy. I'll take that. You know. <laughs> um. Anyhow, so Randy versus Jeff. Yeah, this match, Justin. What do you what do you think of this? I mean, clearly Randy's got the star power on paper. I mean, this is a match from ten years ago, but how do you think this worked tonight in the context of this pay per view?
3: Uh, again, predictable. I mean, honestly, I, I was actually expecting you know maybe uh, so, somebody new that's that's come to SmackDown. I know a lot of people were saying maybe all or I was kind of expecting something after the match. I figured Hardy would retain, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was good. You know, it's you, know, you said it's a match from 2008. Uh, both guys still in phenomenal shape for the age that they are. They still, you know, you know, do their yeah. do their uh, do their move sets. Do it really well. They work together well with almost anybody. Um, but I, again, I just I kind of figured, okay, this is a predictable match. It's fine. But I was like, expecting something after the fact. You know, one of the guys, like I said,
2: All Miss or Sanity or, or, or some or any, somebody
3: to appear you know, and just I'm give me some about kind about. of a cliffhanger.
2: The finish yeah. was a little the, the the finish was a little conjunct a little conjunctive for me as well.
1: Yeah, so Hardy blocked the RKO, brought down Orton for the two count, hit the Twist of Fate, and then went to the top to get the Swanton Bomb for uh, the pin. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because all I kept thinking in my head when the announce announcing team was going over about what a beautiful Swanton Bomb it was, I was Swanton, just thinking yeah. I was just thinking back to uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble a week and a half ago when he did that in Ginder like, mimed the finish uh, after it not connecting. Um, but, yeah.
2: Different, different move, but a cheap plug, because I know I have kids at home watching I'll make sure they see what Matt Morgan's using. Oh, yeah, this is yeah, called yeah. BioVape. It's a B12 uh, vapor pen. That's all. I'm trying to quit smoking. Don't smoke, kids. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And, by the way, was it, that wasn't a, a time bomb in a row now. Jeff is annihilated... That's my boy. I hate saying that about him, but he's killing people with that swanton. That swanton is supposed to be his shoulder blades hitting your chest. Ah. He, he's just straight up. He, I don't know how he's not hurting his own back. He's like splitting his own lower back right across the chest. That kills, like for Jeff.
1: I don't know how he's not killing himself with that. Well, what year did Matt stop doing the, the real high-flying antics that the Hardys – became famous for he
2: just did for me i remember him just doing really the leg drop off the top or the second right
1: yeah but i feel like his style's gotten a little less i mean age catches up with everyone right i'm sure out there someone probably has the data on uh what someone's done that high flying more cruiserweight style moves like what's the oldest you can go before your body just is like no we are not I don't doing
2: know how anymore. Je- Jeff does that flying Mulan still, and that's the thing that he missed, uh, uh, what's his name with, at the Greatest Royal yeah. Rumble. Gender, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah similar but different. Um, okay, so yeah, Hardy retains. We'll see where that story goes on Tuesday on SmackDown. Then... This was a segment, and get prepared, folks. You're going to see more of these now that we're doing dual-branded pay-per-views. Elias came out, talked about his friends with Bruce Springsteen, but the only thing wrong with Bruce <laughs> is that he's from New Jersey. Uh, uh, that was just great, like that, that whole thing. The uh, <laughs> New Day came out, interrupted him. Then we get Aiden uh, English coming out with Rusev. Then we get No Way Jose with the Congo Line, and the Congo Line has oh, Titus Worldwide in it. Of course it does. And then uh, Bobby Roode hits the glorious DDT uh, on Elias. And then Bobby Roode conga lines out of there.
2: Uh, <laughs> what we just witnessed was a death of a gr- uh, of a great potential. Well, I can't say baby face because Bobby's going to be a better heel. But God, that was brutal. That was brutal. And this was the Santina Morella slot being filled by 55 people. That's what this was. And I hate this slot. I've always hated this slot on Raw and I'll always hate it. It's the bullshit comedy thing where I've got to lower my, 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 my—I don't know—my wrestling mark IQ or something like that to to, to to have good old fashioned fun watching some crap comedy. I don't want to see this shit. Excuse yeah. my language. It annoys the crap out of me. And this is when I go and use the bathroom, or this is when I, you know, uh, uh, unbeknownst to my kid, turn around and goozle him on my bed and start putting wrestling moves on him, uh, and not watching the TV show. Because this was that bad. This was brutal. The only good part was old boy at the beginning, and that is it. And they got to be careful because they're getting – I don't want to see him have to have any shit get on him. And he's getting shit on him in these bad segments with these people.
3: Yeah. See I'm opposite. I, I I was fine with this. I to me oh, I was No, I was brutal. in
2: her, No, I, I was in her, Bobby. I killed Bobby Well,
3: no, I'll, I'll give you this. Yeah, rude twerking that certainly the, it kind of made me think okay, well, uh, I don't know where where any push is going to go from here. But overall, it got Elias yeah. face It got Elias FaceTime. Um the, the crowd stayed into it. This is be, this was a better use of seeing Elias for 10 minutes, I think, than doing one more match with Bobby Rude and it having, you know, no no real progress and we've seen them we've seen them go back and forth we had a match this past week that was you know, stopped in a no contest I I Allies was my focus and I was fine with this you know it, to me it changed the pace up of, of the whole show it was it was a it was some comedy filler before you get a Daniel Bryan match which you know you're going to get well you know you're going to usually you're going to get a, a lengthy Daniel Bryan match that match was weird we'll talk about it but I was fine with it to me I thought this was fun the crowd stayed into it if the crowd would have been crapping on it okay but the crowd stayed into it and again that's a very tough crowd
2: Listen, that crowd. Like, who cares what? The, I mean, I get the crowd can make the show better during matches, especially during false finishes. I understand that. I've had this argument with Raj and Glenn before, um, but they'll never dictate to me what I find funny. You know what I mean? And that shit was not funny. What's his name is a star. I uh, keep Elias. Yeah, and yeah. and they got to get him out of this slot. He didn't need to have any of them out there. Just let him do his own shtick. He would have been fine. We don't need this other crap to happen. What, Bobby what did didn't they have to though? come out either. Bobby didn't need to come out either. Just let Elias have his damn segment.
1: Yeah. Has it ever
2: not been broken up? When's the last time it's not been broken up?
1: Oh, Elias. I don't. Yeah. I mean, he's never made it. Even when he does a full song, he goes into a second one. I don't think Elias has ever said thank you, folks, good night, and just walked out of there.
2: I don't know. Something. I, I just. Yeah. I don't. Know. I, that 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 village people line is a. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Well, but what do you do, though? Okay, so you have the live like, audience that buys tickets to these pay-per-views before the cards are announced. Okay,
2: the lull that you yeah. need in the show, like what, what, what he's talking about before, like a Daniel Bryan-style match, is that. You let him have the concert. You know, maybe Bobby does come out, but Bobby doesn't yeah. get the best of him again. I don't know.
1: Well, they uh, want P- TV. They want people to see all the familiar faces uh, that they like. I mean, Rusev, New Day. I mean, I'm almost wondering, maybe they do what NXT does in their Florida shows. Maybe... They start saying, like, hey, at these pay-per-views, if you get there early so it'll pack the crowd from the beginning, maybe they do meet and greets and have them come out and shake hands, sign autographs, please the crowd. But, I mean, the pay-per-view, quote-unquote, pay-per-view payday, like, Brazongo for being in that segment, didn't earn a substantial bump tonight, did they? No. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out the logic, aside from uh, pleasing the fans that are there.
2: I don't think the fans were pleased that Brazongo was there.
1: (laughs) There's maybe one or two that are just like, Fandango's my boy. I like both of them. I'm just saying. I don't think – I
2: don't know. Just We're spending too much time on this already.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. So uh, quickly, I want to give a plug – God, it's funny. You see all of us with our facial hair tonight. Dollar Shave Club, sponsor of this episode. So when I got the haircut and got the beard trim, what do I do? I go home, I shave uh, with my Dollar Shave Club razor. I get the edges, I get it all smooth, how I want to look nice and groomed. But Dollar Shave Club now has everything you need to get ready in the bathroom, and they're much more than just razors. They deliver everything that, well, frankly, you need to look, feel, and smell your best if you – are thinking about trying it let me tell you now is the time because it's not just the razors you name it shampoo conditioner body wash toothpaste hair gel and even a wipe that'll leave your tush feeling tingly clean that's in the copy mat that wasn't just off the top of my head not going to take credit for it i'm a big fan of their amber and lavender calming body cleanser i've actually got to say that has been great it's very nice uh doesn't leave a residue Nice, clean, smells good. I've never smelled anything like this. And good luck finding a product that great at the store. Hey, it's important, man. Do you ever do that like, with your body wash where you sit there and just like you just inhale and you're like, I just want to sit here and huff this for the rest of my shower? No, never. 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 No. You've never had a button. Well, Matt, you've got to get on the Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> for this amber and lavender calming body cleanser, you will sit there and you'll just be like, I'm just going to dab a little behind my ears. So Were I'm you just ready? smelling it throughout the day.
2: Were you really um, calm? Were you really calm?
1: You know, I've never been that big aromatherapy type guy who believed in that, but I kind of get it. I kind of understand that if you get that scent, it does have that impact on you. You know, I mean, I mean, it makes sense, right? It's uh something you're inhaling. So it does. Yeah, it does uh, affect you. And all of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. And trust me, you will feel and smell the difference. Plus, shipping is free with your membership. And here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club products for just five bucks. You can get their daily essential starter set. It comes with the body cleanser, the one wipe Charlie's, which are, yes, they're amazing butt wipes. The world-famous shave butter and their best razor, the Six-Blade Executive. And they'll keep the blades coming for just a few bucks more a month. And add in the shampoo, toothpaste, and everything else you need. You could check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash INC to look, feel, and most importantly, smell your best. dollarshaveclub.com INC.
3: You said you said Tush and One Wipe Charlies.
1: Yeah. Oh, you missed the Justin, the week the first week we had to do what? the Dollar Shave Club ad that had the uh the butt wipes in it. I was like, Raj, what's that other product? I know I'm forgetting something. I needed Raj <laughs> Geary to be the first person to reference <laughs> the butt wipe on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. <laughs> A one wipe Charlie
3: <laughs> sounds like something you'd have to pay some weird money for.
1: It will change your bathroom game and just leave it at that. Um, Yeah. The dollar, someone should compile a mega clip of the dollar shave club ads we've done on this podcast. Matt talking about shaving his entire body. We've gotten very intimate with our audience (laughs) and our grooming habits. DollarShaveClub.com slash INC. (laughs) Okay. Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Uh, Man, this match, very competitive. Big Cass was looking pretty dominant i love that in the pre-show they called this height versus heart i thought that was a very good setup and then we got later on in the match and big cast tapped out to the yes lock yeah as fast if not faster than i've ever seen anyone tap out to a submission before yeah what did you, how did you how did you think as a big guy as a fellow big guy how do you think big Cass looked in this match matt
2: I don't know what to make of it. I told you guys they booked themselves into a corner by bringing a big guy back off the IR, a big guy they have big plans for off of the IR, and immediately subject him to Daniel Bryan, where who's the you know arguably the hottest wrestler on that and either roster. Yeah, right. He's m- most over if not the. Um, so he ain't going to win. You know that going into this. So I, I I did. I said exactly what was going to happen. Remember, I predicted not that to a brain surgeon to to predict this, but. That he would lose and he would get his heat back after the match. Um, and this is really going into detail here, but like the one thing that I couldn't stop noticing was the goofy faces of crazy man, you know what I mean? I just kept thinking, Angry Praying Mantis, Angry Praying Mantis with eyes boggling out of his head at the very end. There, it took me out of the moment actually. Yeah, he doesn't got to go, you don't. Cas ain't watching this, but if you are, you don't gotta go overboard with those facials, dude. Your your size your look that does so much more than you think it does. Facials are important. That's where Vince will always say we make our money. Yes, he's correct, but you can do it with less. You don't gotta go like overboard and like think you're kicking it in the fifth gear. We know you're in fifth gear when you just got done trouncing them outside of the ring and throwing them in the ring and setting them up for your patent and big boot, right? Yeah, you don't got to do all that. You you don't got to go crazy with them faces because it may it looked silly. It just looked silly. My other problem with this is, are they making him a chicken shit heel or are they not? Because if 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 you're if they're not making him a chicken shit heel, he should not have tapped immediately like that. Um, and amongst other things, I didn't like. Oh, I didn't think Corey, who I love, he's my favorite commentator ever, well, never, mm-hmm. But recently, you know. Love Corey. He's a friend of mine. I love him to death. But tonight, I didn't like what he was doing on, 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 in the announce booth with Big Kaz. I, I thought there was a little burial happening. Not 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 on purpose, but it was it, it was hurt it was hurting Big Cas's character in my opinion. About not about what are you doing? Stop taking it easy. Come on, kid. Don't refer to him as a kid. You know what I mean? Even though you're older and you're more experienced, don't call him a kid. Um, He's your big giant. He's your new. He's hopefully one day one of their new monsters, right? You don't call him a kid, and, and the inexperienced thing—you don't got to show that right away. This is his first big match back. Don't 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 be pointing that shit
1: out. Yeah, Justin, what did you think of this match?
2: Uh,
3: yeah, I thought there was a missed opportunity here. I, first off, I thought the heat after the match was good. You know, it was good oh, that yeah. Big Cass got that heat back. But I thought I thought there was a way for Big Cass to win this match. You know, obviously, Dan O'Brien doesn't need to win. He's a former WWE champion. Uh, He's over like rover no matter what. You could have had Big Cass get a win here by, obviously the end game here, right, is Dan O'Brien and The Miz. You could have had The Miz's music hit at one point, and and just a simple distraction gives Cass the upper (laughs) hand and gets the victory. And and that would have done so much for him. Uh, And then then he could have done the brutal beatdown after the match, so he already got his victory, and then he takes it too far. So I thought there was a missed opportunity here by just automatically giving a win to Dan O'Brien and, yes, Cass tapping out. As quick as he did to uh, to Matt's point about Corey, um, I, I agree. But then the other thing I noticed about Corey, and I've never understood this, I can't figure out they, they let their they let they WWE's been letting their announcers uh, mm-hmm. rather than having the typical okay, you're you're always going to align with every baby face. You're, yes. all, you're always going to lie with every heel. Yes. They're, they're, they're allowed to make personal investments. Corey Graves is a heel commentator, but yet he hates Elias. Uh, and Michael Cole loves <laughs> yeah, Elias. I don't I that. I never get that. And, 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 you know, and granted, I know you know uh, Corey and Elias, both Pittsburgh guys, so they know each other. So I'm sure it maybe started as like a little bit of fun, like ball busting. But it, but it should have been stopped right away. It should have been, no, Corey, you're going to like yes. Elias because you're yes. a heel. Michael yes. Cole, you're, you know, I don't understand that. So, again, I here you're with Corey Graves after the match, you know <clears> – <throat> uh saying how Cass has gone too far no let cole say he's gone too far let 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 uh saxon say he's gone too far Corey graves you're supposed to be the one guy that 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 relates to this this heel you know
2: and he kept getting on him for taking for for not pinning him quick enough for not making Mm. the cover quick enough i used to hate when they used to say that like in my matches because my guess why i'm not covering him guys because i just hit him with a big ass move I I cover and he kicks out. I'm a pussy because he just kicked out of my big move. You see what I'm saying? So like there's a rhyme and reason why we don't always cover the guy right away. You know what I mean? Especially bigger guys you gotta be careful not to bury yourself by making too many pin attempts after big moves. Because it means your big moves don't mean shit. Yeah. If the guy's kicking out. So so like bigger guys, you've got to call the match a little differently. And I wasn't surprised. that Corey kept going back to that over and over, going, Oh, he's being too cocky. This isn't the guy you get in the ring and be cocky with. You don't do this with a Daniel Bryan. No shit, Corey. We know that. We don't, you get on the heel side here a little bit and say, Wow, he's improved. He's got a mean streak in him I've never seen before. This guy's look, this forget his look, his size, his ability, and now this demeanor on him, this man's gonna be unstoppable.
1: You know, I don't know how
2: hard is that to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, and the beatdown after, I thought, definitely showed his power. And I like, yeah. although it was weird that they they announced Daniel Bryan for the post-show after that match. And then later it was like, oh, no, Daniel Bryan's too injured from big cast to be on the post-show. Um, both of those announcements occurred after that match. Um,
2: Oh, I didn't know they said that after the match. Okay.
1: Yeah. At least that's my recollection of it because it was late in it when they uh, started hyping up the post show. And this was only, you know, still relatively early in the card. I feel like I was in my 20s when Backlash started earlier this evening. Um, (laughs) It was that long ago. Uh, So the Yes Lock, let me just ask this about Cass's Tap Out, Matt. So as far as submission moves go, would you put this one in the category that even in wrestling, this is one that is particularly... Tough to endure or that you're feeling or you'd be more inclined to tap quickly when put into it.
2: One can argue you tap out immediately so that an injury doesn't set in and you're on the IR the following week, right? Sure. That could always be the argument to cover your ass. Um yeah. and I'm intelligent for doing it, you know? Or the people I would say, well, aren't you bigger than him? Aren't you supposed to be able to just pick him up with one arm and bomb him on the back of his neck? Because yeah. you're seven feet tall and you can't teach that. And that dude's five foot nothing. And, well, apparently you could teach that. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I I, I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I know with the ankle – with, like, Kurt's ankle lock, for instance. I was a different kind of heel, though. I, I, I'd say the heel, like, I've got to fight – I've got to fight, uh, like, Kurt a few more times. Or right? I'd say something along those lines. You know what I mean? This tonight wasn't going to be my night, so why not tap out and get a match – and get my rematch the following week where I'm still at full strength and have a better opportunity. Sure. Um, I mean, you can get out of it, but I don't think that's what they were going for here.
1: Yeah, and especially, I mean, Justin, what do you think of this back-to-back where Cass's last big match was with Enzo and Cass had to stop the match because of his knee? It's it's kind of weird. I'm not saying that that's the narrative that's being built, but it is kind of weird that now – those two big matches, the last mean, one he had in this one tonight. You
3: mean, you mean they're tr- they're trying to they're trying to say that big cast is S A W F T. No, sure. it, it was, and that, that's why I thought that there, this was a missed opportunity. He could he could have won, and, and um, you know, with a little bit of distraction or something, and that would have been very important. Uh, I. I, I by the way I don't know if you saw Cass's tweet he tweeted after the match later yeah. in the night he tweeted um he's so pr- like something to the effect of uh, like so proud of my big victory tonight or, or something like you know, so he so he's he's obviously going to go the route of you know he actually won the match or he won the battle you know maybe he lost the battle but he yeah. won the war I don't know that's what he to yeah.
2: yeah
1: And I feel like, hope he gets something out of it shit Yeah And we're all rooting for this guy I think this, these criticisms yeah. these things we're saying it's not that we want to see him fail it's just that man it's, it's tough um, because – then there's stuff there, man. The way he's been talking, uh, those promos he's been doing, uh, yeah, much improved. He's gotten a lot better, but these things matter. So after that SmackDown Women's title match, Charlotte Flair versus Carmella. Okay, this match went on for a fairly long time. Um, Carmella tried to escape <laughs> for the first part of the match. <coughs> then they got right. into it and had a real match. Mm-hmm. Um, Back and forth, where they made it look like Charlotte was going to tap out a couple times, but ultimately Carmella did win and pinned Charlotte clean. So, what did you think of the match, Matt? And what did you think of how competitive did, this was?
2: It needed to be competitive because she's the champion now. Okay. And one of my complaints was physically, two of them, you know, uh, looking at each other, say eye to eye, face to face, right? There ain't much going on where you're worried about Carmella. Okay, right? So so we needed a good back-and-forth match where Carmella was showing her wrestling acumen and being able to hang with someone like Charlotte because even though she's not the champion, Charlotte is still the it girl in that division. Say what you will. She just is. So what I didn't like was the finish. I don't know if you guys caught this. Maybe... And I just caught my phone.
1: Oh, I thought Matt was setting his phone down to act out the finish of the match, which would be a new level for this podcast. Yeah.
2: All right. You sure? Yeah. I'll go back to headphones in a second, but this is a good point. Watch the match. Everybody watch this. Go back and watch the finish of that match. What didn't make sense was Charlotte was kicked, okay, and pushed forward so hard that she decided to jump onto the second turnbuckle and then the top turnbuckle. Do you know what I mean? Like, it didn't make sense for her to go into that moonsault at all. It made no sense at all. The moonsault would have made sense had she done something like slammed – what's her name? Um, God damn it. Carmella. Um, Carmella. Slammed Carmella, bumped her with something, like picked her up and slammed her, then go to the top, and then miss it, then tweak your knee. The the, the sequence going into that, for me, took me immediately out of that match because you're never going to see somebody – get kicked in the butt forward. And their momentum carries them into the corner where they just decide to start climbing a turnbuckle. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. You eat a turnbuckle to the you know face first or you or you miss it and you go flying chest first into the second buckle or tackle the damn ring post because you got pushed so hard. You know, you don't get pushed so hard that you have, go, 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 climb up the damn turnbuckle and then go for a moonsault. It took me out of it and I was surprised to see them do it. But they needed to get there for her to tweak her knee, obviously. I just thought there was a e- much easier ways to go about that um, than what they did. And um, what's-her-name I thought looked good.
1: This was much more competitive. I mean, I thought she would run, run away and it would be a short match. Uh, she would retain by, you know, count-out. Or that the Iconics would come and help her win by DQ. I have to say, Carmella winning this clean in a competitive match, never would have guessed that
2: needed to happen though
1: it needed to happen, yeah, Justin, what did you think what did you think of this match
3: well i mean i'm I'm happy you know like 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 Matt started off with i mean it needed to be there need to be some competitive match because Carmelo is a champion um but yeah, I mean I don't know this was longer than I thought it would be it, was, I, it didn't do too much for me you know to matt's critique there it, it I, I, it's a little bit less offensive, but we saw it every match with, with Dean Ambrose. When Ambrose does that spot, when he gets hit, 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 and then he gets hit so close hard on. that he, he, yeah, he flings himself for the ropes. He, on. I, I, hate, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. <sighs>
1: this was good. I thought uh, the way Charlotte reversed a lot of those moves was really cool tonight. I mean, yeah. man. I guess we go on to money in the bank. This is the house show match that they're doing. So yeah, Carmela took advantage of Charlotte's knee when she went up for that moonsault. Uh, her knee went out. Carmela took advantage, covered her for the win. Um, okay. So back to back between that, which was a surprise. And again, as we predicted, no titles changed hands tonight. This was kind of a very predictable pay-per-view in some of the booking, but the matches themselves were a little less predictable. The no-DQ match for the WWE title, Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles.
2: People are out of their freaking minds that <laughs> they didn't like this. I, I'm, listen, I give up, okay? Then I'm just, I, I'm complete, I'll admit it right now, I'm completely out of touch with wrestling fans. If they could not get into this storyline tonight, I thought it was well done. It was a little long, yes. If you want to say it's a little long, I'll agree with you, okay? But here's what I did like. The heat... Everyone, I'm assuming I could talk in normal wrestling terms, right? And jargon and whatever the hell you want to call it. The heat portion of the match is every the fans at home know that. I'm assuming they do. When you know, there's a shot, the baby face shine, right? There's the beginning of the match, mm-hmm. there's, a baby, there's a baby face shine. Next comes the, the, the heat spot or cutoff, then it's heel heat on the baby face for the majority of that match. Then there's usually a comeback, right? Then there's a false finishes and there's a finish. There you go, wrestling fans. I just gave you ABCD of Wrestling Formula 101. The heat part of the match usually takes up the majority of the match. Usually. And it's usually boring, as we saw with Joe versus Roman Ranger. Lots of boring assholes and stuff you guys generally don't like. I loved Shinsuke Nakamura's heat tonight. Loved it. Not heat from the audience. Physical, his heat. The movesets he was going to when it was his turn to get his steam and heat on his baby face, AJ, the kicks. Oh my God. Like fans were chanting table. I'm going to, you guys on crack. Those kicks are 10 times more lethal and hurt way more. I'll go through 10 tables. than to eat <laughs> one of those kicks to the chest with pleasure. Um, not even debatable for me, which would hurt worse. Um, he was killing him with those kicks safely, but um, I, I personally, that stood out to me greatly. Nakamura was turning up the heat at the right times of the match and was doing different stuff. He wasn't doing all this shoot-off shit where the guy ducks and then he comes back and then hits him on the back elbow and he bumps him that way and he covers one-two, he kicks out, goes to a hold. Guy fights up, he elbows him three times, he hits the ropes, hits him with a big boot, one-two, he kicks out. I'm sick of that shit. We didn't mm. see that tonight with this. We saw a guy do original stuff in his heat and those kicks were on fire. And it looked legit. It looked real. It did a great job making AJ fight from underneath and look even more, have even more empathy in my opinion. And then i am not even gotten into the part where AJ got caught bleeding with a chair and, and how Jesus. they went to the finishes and whatnot. I like this match. I hated the finish. I wanted to <laughs> kill the ref and everyone else who thought this would be a good finish. And I did not like that AJ did not wear a cup tonight. Yeah. I didn't like that, but I, I'm wrong because did you hear the fans react to AJ to give it back to him? The nut shot,
1: yeah. There were did there were you hear and the there were fans many. reaction.
2: So that we've got to give the storytellers, the writers, their credit because we don't give it to them. We don't give it to them enough um, when they deserve it. When they wrote out this storyline, I'll be very clear with you. They wrote this out that AJ's going to get his, uh, he's going to give his comeuppance via, sorry, via the nut shot back to him one day and the fans will come with it, right? Because we kept saying, he's going to keep getting buried. Why is he not wearing a cup? AJ eats this thing to the nuts every fucking week, every freaking week. Wake mm-hmm. up, AJ. You look like an idiot. You keep looking stupid. You're burying your baby face, WWE. Stop doing this. And um, the fan reaction tonight when AJ gave it back, I don't, I don't want to say I'm wrong, but I, we, I, maybe I am wrong because I thought it, took, it would take him wearing the cup to not look like an idiot in all those weeks of getting nutshotted like that. But the fans reacted tonight just to AJ not only taking it, but being able to give it back to him and they popped like crazy for it. That is what the writers wrote that angle out to get to that exact moment. So you got to give them credit for writing that. Um, but other than that, uh, the match, I enjoyed it. I just hated the finish. I hated the fact that it was a no contest, right? Because neither yeah. one got up.
1: Justin?
3: Yeah, very entertaining match. Um, uh, I, I'll I'll accept the finish only because they didn't make this match going last. Had this been the thing that had to end the show, that would have been a really bad end, ending to the show. Not that what <laughs> we got was that much better, which we'll get to. But um, you know, but I mean, you got to think this is the third time that these two have fought on TV in, in four weeks, basically. Yeah, Mania, Greatest Royal Rumble, to this. So you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is that is a challenge to try to find uh, finishes to this to, to keep this <laughs> going. So, I mean, on that respect, I get it because obviously these guys are going to have, have more to come. Uh, I'm just happy that it was not, again, the thing that ended the show because that would have been a very flat ending to the show. But it was a very entertaining match and uh, echo everything that Matt just said.
1: It definitely makes them look tough. I mean, how many shots did they each get in? So that they got at least one punch. There was a simultaneous double kick, which I would love to know how they rehearsed that to be able to both do that and overcome their urge to protect themselves while simultaneously doing it. There was the chair spot where, oh, my God, AJ didn't hold on to the chair. So when Shinsuke hit it, flew right back, cut him in the face. Um, If this had been their mania match, oh, my God. I mean, this was tonight the knockdown drag out. The double count out was the only dissatisfying part.
2: Glenn, he meant to throw that. He was supposed to throw. He was supposed to throw that chair. He wasn't supposed to hold it.
1: Really? So, but the accident was that it just hit him in the face. It wasn't supposed to hit him. It really,
2: it really, right. It really did hit him so hard it bounced right back in his face. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. Guys, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the part of the match where Nakamura was like messing with the chair with his foot to get it slid into position? Did you guys catch that part? No. No. Right before he hit us, he hit like an exploder suplex, like an inverted. Uh, the thing he hurt John Lucino with, that whatever mm-hmm. the hell that move that is. I think it's an inverted... Uh,
1: oh, yeah, under the chair.
2: Exploder, yeah. under the chair. He had the chair upside down, the wrong direction. Uh. He had all the ridges facing up. And AJ had to take a face bump on that. Oof. No, I didn't And it. when I say face bump, to the fans, I don't know what that is. It doesn't mean really on the face. It's just the front of your body, anywhere on the front of your body. And I was like, oh, my God. It could be his knee. It could be an elbow. It could be anything that hits that ridge and get... Split it open or get hurt. He get hurt. He he made out without getting hurt, big time. Yeah.
1: So we'll see where this goes from here, man. If the pay per view had ended with this, if we had gone from Rollins and the Miz to this, I would have said this was the most successful pay per view outside of the Big Five oh, that WWE yeah. has done in ages.
2: The girls delivered too. Yes.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, the low blows connected at the same time, double count out, and. Mm. Man, uh, then Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Amazing to see on Twitter. Everyone's like, oh, Bobby's going to turn. Bobby's yeah. going to turn on Braun. I said it too. Yeah. And instead we got Sami Zayn and Kevin, a little trouble in paradise between the Nobody two of them. Nobody predicted
2: that. None of us yeah. predicted that.
1: But they're, you know, they played it off more as like, oh, they're dysfunctional. They have a strange relationship. They played it off that way more than a breakup.
3: Well, that actually makes right. sense because that actually makes sense because we've seen these. I mean, we saw for, after all those months of Sammy and Kevin together battling Shane and Brian uh, on the SmackDown. Then we saw Zayn and Kevin having matches again. So I mean, it, it kind of does kind of fit that they are, you know, they have the loyalty to each other, but they're but they're you know, they're always due for a match and a little bit of a breakdown every now and again. It's kind of like the relationship that they've they formed.
1: So Matt, what did you think of this match?
2: Um like it
1: yeah i mean i think for the placement it needed to really rise above to be anything other than just there
2: i know we spent a lot of time on some of these earlier matches i'll try to be quicker on this one i didn't like this i didn't like them teasing them breaking up or doing what they were doing even though we're saying it wasn't them breaking up i get that um i also tell you right now it didn't do the two baby faces any favor they look like bullies yeah to me, they looked like bullies. Nobody was impressed by that post-match stuff. Nobody.
3: Well, here's the other thing.
2: The a month, listen closely. At the very, very end of the last one.
3: Hmm. Uh, a month a month ago, at Wrestle Frickin' Mania, Braun Strowman opted to have <laughs> nobody on the roster as his partner and a team with a 10-year-old. Why the hell is four weeks later is he fist-bumping Bobby Lashley, fist-bumping Roman Reigns, teaming with him, and happy about this? Why I don't this is I don't want to see Braun Strowman happily in a tag match. I, 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 you know what I want to see? I want to see Strowman and Lashley win that match like they did tonight. And after the match, I want to see Strowman pick up Lashley and power slam him and give me a big brawn just to remind Bobby Lashley that Braun Strowman is the monster. That's what I want to see.
2: Cool with that. Doesn't help Bobby, who just came back as well. These two should not be anywhere near each other. This doesn't do Bobby Lashley any favors for no? the record either. Bobby Lashley's a supposed monster as well, not on his level, but physically speaking, but still a big-ass mother you-know-what. And uh, you, don't put these, you don't put Godzilla next to King Kong as second week out, hmm. <clears throat> even though they did that with me and Big Show, my very first debut, but I'll digress.
1: <laughs> with Bobby, I think they've been coasting too much on what they perceive the nostalgia is for him, and they have to have data. They have to have data on how many people that were watching when he was the last they are watching now, but I feel like this sure. return... You guys said it
2: best. You said it best, right, Glenn? You said they should be showing. They should have showed us video packages, right?
1: Build him, build him like he's new, and that will just and the curve will be shorter to reestablish him. But treating him like, oh my God, Bobby Lashley's back, and most people are like, "Uh, okay, okay, I recognize the name. We learned.
2: Sorry, we learned really quick. If you're a newbie, uh, guys, we learned that his dad was a drill sergeant. And this taught him to give one hundred percent at all times. <laughs> Thanks, Great. Michael Cole. That makes him look like a freak. No, yeah. since he's
3: since he's came back the night after Mania, they haven't done. I don't think they've done one interview spot with him. They haven't done anything. I mean, and the bad thing is uh, the, the 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 biggest highlight, truly the biggest highlight of his WWE career, they're not going to show because it involves Donald Trump, and they're not going to, mm. you know, like it's just a.
2: Why I, would they not show that?
3: Well, they they haven't been shown, and I think they've, they've been steering away from anything. Around really? the moment. Well, I, that's what it seems like. I mean, no, but but nonetheless, Where, my point being, they haven't shown any back. They haven't shown any no video packages <laughs> on them, no history on them, no interview <clears throat> with them. You know, it's it's why is he back? Why is he here? Are
2: you are you saying Vincent McMahon's not a fan of our uh, no, three point nine percent lowest no. unemployment rate?
3: No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying that I, I don't North think. North Korea, be,
2: South I, Korea, peace. I'll oh, shut up, guys. I'm not going to talk about this shit, Glenn. I'm
3: sorry, yeah. guys. No, what I'm saying is I think that they're just staying away from any political at Anything? All. Yeah, that's why we haven't seen that clip really, you know. Okay,
2: like, what about the cage in ECW? I think it was a MAGA or something like that. Maybe it was Big Show. Um, is it bad to bring up ECW?
1: I don't think it benefits WWE currently, but I, I mean, they certainly reference it when... He did some freakish things, Jermaine. man. But anything, anything at this point, just explain to the audience... You know, the portion of your audience that has come back in, you know, in recent years, um, Mm -hmm. the last five years, just why this guy is a force to be reckoned with. And that's all they have to do. Um, Yeah, but they just, I mean, except on commentary, it's been in passing trying to put him over. I don't know. It's uh, disappointing. And I think tonight it showed in the match because I don't think him and Braun really gelled as a tag team. They're not going
2: to gel. They're both monsters. That's never going to work.
1: Yeah. I mean, the KO Sammy story was much more there, but you didn't need right. Braun Strowman or Bobby to tell that story. To
2: tell that story. Yeah. Yes,
1: sir. Um, so, yeah. Basically, let's see what happened there. Um, they both got their asses kicked, Sammy and Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Sammy took the pin. <clears throat> but, yeah, then they beat up Owens after while Sammy looked on. I'm sure tomorrow night we will get the next chapter in this. And after that, the main event – Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns, a match with a whole lot of fighting even before the match started. Even after they rang the bell, the match had officially started. And then it went with Samoa Joe being very, very dominant, almost mm-hmm. uh, getting Roman to the point of passing out at one point. When mm-hmm. man, you want to talk about I, – I think actually Roman beat Big Cass tonight, Matt, for overdoing a facial reaction when Roman did his come-to-life <sighs> moment there. <laughs> uh, but no Roman beat Samoa Joe Roman looks strong.
2: What do you pin him with?
1: Uh, let's see. Well, the spear. So
2: the, spear. the finish of the match of those that you didn't see it yes. tonight, you know, was a spear from Roman. Um, but what you don't know, unless you watch the show was I'll, I can't believe I'm saying this because I was taught the same way Joe was taught. And when the fans start chanting, boring, when you do too many quote unquote rest holds, um, You think that was boring? (laughs) Watch this, mother effers, and go back to it even longer. And I'll give Joe props for doing that on Monday Night Raw. I'll give him props for doing it because many of us talk a good game that we're going to do it when we can put those opportunities and those situations with the fans, and then we all puss out and don't do it. And then start getting the guy to tell the uh, babyface to start selling up when we start to create some action and then cut him back down again and go back to the hold versus just sitting in the hold for an extra 15 seconds like we say we're going to do. Um, So I'll give Joe credit for that in that manner, But I don't understand. It almost felt like and I know this isn't the truth, but I thought something happened maybe to Roman Mm. like injury wise, because you usually go to a, a hold like that when you need to communicate with your opponent better. But that's not what was happening here. I just can't put my finger on it. Why they thought it would be a good idea to spend so much of this match in a hold. They did a great job by telling the story earlier that Joe was one intense beast and he's back, mother effers, and putting immediately Roman Reigns right through a table with a nasty-ass Aranagi. And um, he was all over him, like, white on rice. And um, he was in harm's way. Let's be very clear. Roman Reigns, if you didn't see this, was in harm's way tonight. You didn't know how he was going to do. I didn't even know if they were going to have a match. I was hoping, you guys, that they went off tonight's show – with that pre-match beatdown of Roman, and the match never happened. I thought that would have been a lot better for for Joe than what to, what it turned out to be.
1: I agree with that. Uh, Justin, what do you make of it, and what do you make of uh, the fans in Newark tonight chanting, beat the traffic, um, in addition to all the other shit that they were throwing at these guys?
3: You know, I don't understand this. I, I'm not one of the people that's a, a Roman Reigns hater. You know, I, I'm not as hard on him as some of the people are, But but I'll say this. You know where you're at. Again, you're, you're in Jersey. You're, you know the kind of crowd you're going to have. I, I don't understand if this was the match that they intended to go out and do. You know, if, if the, the communication they had backstage, if this was the, the match they intended to go out and do, if, if there if there was no injury that happened, if they said, we're going to go out and this is how it's going to go, I, I don't know how they could expect to have any other reaction than what they got. Um, that said, prior to the match, the, I, I love that intensity. Um, I love the initial stuff of Joe with the strikes and the bell rung. I'll give some props. Mm-hmm. I, there was a, there was a few spots I thought that were nice, like when yeah. Roman, Roman went to go to do his drive by where he does that drop kick on the apron. I Joe loved how Joe, Joe snatched him and put him in the submission. You know, I thought there's some nice there's some creative spots, but you don't really think all about a lot of those creative spots because it was so drowned down with so many rest holds and so mm-hmm. such a slow such a slow pace for what's supposed to be
2: a violent fight. You know, I don't know. Great call. Viol- that's exactly it. Should have been a violent fight. You're right, and it was at the beginning. So. One of the things is, and this was not them. Any of you guys that didn't watch tonight's pay-per-view, this was not your, they weren't doing the boring chance and yada, 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 because it was Roman Reigns either. This was Joe getting it too. This was Joe getting, but both of those guys getting the boring chance because of the rest holds. And they just kept putting them back to back to back to back. And it just felt like 10 minutes of the match was spent in that. I could, I know I'm probably wrong, but that's what it felt like. Mm. you know what i mean and it's like we don't want to see that you know uh, i was very surprised at that it made me feel like one of them got injured until joe started laughing and messing with the fans a little bit like a good heel should do by the way yeah but man
1: his taunts were good too i like that you know this could all end if you just go away oh i like that i love that and i also <laughs> loved ko in the
2: match before calling bobby headband
1: yeah. come on headband and he, he kept calling him headband when he threw him in the ring <laughs> I think this was too early for them to give Roman a comeback spot. He lost at mania. He lost at the greatest Royal rumble on a technicality claiming himself. I can't believe they actually says a commentary. Roman is claiming to be the uncrowned universal champion. Oh,
2: good Lord.
1: But the story that you tell, you know, we were talking about this Matt, last weekend. Uh, you're giving me mm-hmm. a hard time going back rewatching all of uh, the Karate Kid movies and advances Cobra Kai. The why on can I?
2: Why is that all over my YouTube? By the way, I, I watch because all my... it's a YouTube red production. Did you watch it yet? Oh, is that why? Yeah, I should. It shows me every episode just sitting there waiting to be watched.
1: You like Johnny Lawrence? Come on, one of the greatest I did, movie villains.
2: I, I, I like meeting him in person in real life. Actually, yes. Matt,
1: let me tell you this. I will tell you that a lot of uh, people politically aligned with you really like how they're playing Johnny Lawrence's character as that sort of huh. forgotten man frustrated with society. I think it will resonate for you on multiple levels. I'll just put it at that. Um, but in terms of this, so the way you tell well the story in all these movies, right, is the guy gets beaten down, beaten down, beaten down, beaten down, beaten down. He trains, he digs for something, that fire in his gut, he comes back and he beats the big enemy. Yeah. What you said, if Samoa Joe had knocked Roman out before the match even started, and it's like, oh my God, Roman's on this losing streak, and then we build uh... up to Roman versus Brock at Money in the Bank, that comeback spot, Roman is officially the underdog. You blew They blew their wad tonight a little bit, having him mm-hmm. beat Joe, because this progressive build hasn't worked for Roman. I think they need to <laughs> knock him down so much that... You, you feel bad <clears throat> that I'm just a human level and wanting to see him win.
2: And you know what? Think about it. They, he's one of the very few I've ever seen get the opportunity to get a rocket up his butt. And then they pull the carpet out from underneath him from winning the championship. Like basically, to, sorry to being the guy, the hood ornament of that company mm-hmm. at the last second. Right. That's what they did. And then they tried to reshuffle their deck and go, we're going to try it this way back to the drawing board. And we're going to give him this slow build and people are going to get behind him because they're going to feel sorry for him. That has not worked either. Yeah. So what else left is there? There's only two ways you do it, super-duper fast or a nice, slow build. There is no other way unless I'm, th- I'm missing one.
3: Well, and, and, you know, you can almost feel for WB in a way. Oh, heel time. Maybe, maybe two years ago, like, okay, you know, we're, we're putting all of our eggs in this Roman basket and it's, it's not connecting. Now, now they have a luxury. They have a luxury in Braun Strowman. Now they could say, "Okay, this Roman experiment's not working this way, so let's let's go ahead and do a detour, take it this way." But we have a guy who is organically getting over with the entire audience, and who is a million bucks in a, in appearance. So they have no excuse now. It can't be a case of, "Well, Cena's gone, Roman's all we have to bank on." Oh, no, yeah. you, you got you got a guy in Braun Strowman who's homegrown. So who's, so let's, let's 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 pull the trigger when, on it. Like, when you
2: know, does more. he get? When does that happen though? Because I felt this was well, for Romans per and not Roman. Bronze' perfect moment would have been like months ago. It felt like six months no, ago. Even. No,
3: I agree. I don't think that I. I don't. I'd, it'd be a hard. It'd be a hard stretch, and I'd be worried they lose the lightning if they waited until next year's mania. But I think if you can build to this year's SummerSlam in August, that's you got to do it by then.
2: He was so hot. He still is doing a great job. The fans are still reacting to him. And he's should,
3: to him. Braun should have beat Brock Lesnar Brock when they when had they had a no one on one match question. last year. That no should have been no
2: question
3: about it. That would have anointed him as the guy.
1: Cool. We we're, were ready for him. Yep. Yeah. But now they're treading water. I mean, look, they did the Nicholas thing at Mania. It was cute. Ah. People, no, but you know what I mean? That was a good treading water moment, right? Keeping some up on top. Oh, Everyone yeah. felt good yes. about it. Yes. Tonight, yes. If, if we've got this level of treading water from now until SummerSlam, Braun's going to become irrelevant because you need to keep booking him like a main attraction. And putting him in that match yeah. tonight, he was just kind of there. And that's not Braun's nor, and it was the same thing on Raw last week too, putting him in that tag match. Braun is an attraction in and of himself; you don't need to surround him with uh, these other guys.
2: This is this is I swear to God, this reminds me when I was with TNA, and they put they throw me together with Hernandez, and we'd be a tag team out of left field, and we'd win the tag team titles. Two biggest, strongest guys that were getting similar babyface pushes, but they had no clue what to do with us. Or me and Crimson, same exact formula. Um, he was undefeated. I was their big giant, but a baby face. Um, how do we, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, I swear to God, when creative wants you still to be on TV, they know you're going to get them, you're going to go out and get the reaction that they need you to get, but they don't have something for you specifically individually. This is what happens Bobby Lashley and uh, uh, Braun Strowman. And I'm shocked. I didn't think WWE did that. I thought that was like a TNA thing. Um, (laughs) I swear to God, I really did. And um, I'm watching it because you tell me how Bobby Lashley comes back and doesn't get a singular storyline. Please explain that to me.
1: Yeah. No, it doesn't make sense. And I think uh, a lot of people are saying tonight maybe is the reset that we didn't get after WrestleMania. I'm really hoping tomorrow night, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown on Tuesday, that we get some new storylines. Some new to, configurations.
3: Tonight's show, being that we had, being the Mania's done, and you know, then we had the superstar shakeup three weeks ago, and then the greatest Royal Rumble a week ago. Tonight's show felt like an inconvenience to WWE. It felt like it, it felt like an inconvenience. Sorry, everyone
1: that paid four hundred dollars for your ringside seat. Yeah,
3: it felt like that they commit. It felt like that 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 dinner date you do with like the people you, <laughs> you see once a year that you you said yes to two months earlier. And now the date comes around, and you're like, God <laughs> no. damn it! This is the most inconvenient thing for me to like doing on, on, yeah. on a Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah, that's what it felt like.
2: And a shame, you guys. There's some good. If you just saw the card with the names on it and the matchups, I'm sorry, Nakamura versus AJ, I would have bought tickets to that. Yeah. Um, uh My boy's main event versus Roman Reigns, I would have bought tickets for that. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know. The girls' matches, I would have bought tickets for that. You know, so. <sighs> this just goes to show you how important it is to carry out and how important storylines are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. i much rather would have seen Braun in a main event against Samoa Joe tonight. I feel like the crowd would have much rather seen that as well. Um, so tomorrow night, we're going to talk about Monday night raw myself, Mr. Matt Morgan and Raj Geary mm-hmm. should be back with us. Then maybe Where then is he? Where uh, is he's he? traveling and uh Who's we're he gonna travel to he's a man of mystery where does he man? go he has Ron, a life where do you go he has a life beyond us uh <laughs> oh, it's so <laughs> weird Matt. i'm following in your footsteps i'm helping out a friend that wants to run for city council and it's funny oh, that i had to uh explain to him i was like so mondays and tuesdays aren't ever good for me and then like every month, there's going to be a Sunday where I can't do anything. So he's <laughs> schedule, you have to know. He thinks it's the most ridiculous thing on earth. That this is what we do, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a former <laughs> fan of wrestling. He just, the appointment viewing part is the part that he finds hilarious. It's like, we got to do it. And, you know, I knew, I gave people shit about that in the nineties. A good friend of mine used to do the thing where he would like have two VCRs set up so he could get Nitro and Raw at the same time. I did that same thing yeah. too. I had two I know. VCRs. You had to back then, right? Before DVR. If it was on TV yeah. and you didn't tape it, it was never shown again.
2: Could Dude, be- I'll do you one better. I yeah. I hosted Monday night show parties with pony kegs in my dorm room. Wow.
1: That That's how impressive. cool
2: wrestling was.
1: Yeah. One day. One day it will be that cool again.
3: Let's Dare to dream.
1: Song. Yeah. Uh, Justin, what would you like to plug before we wrap this up here? Thanks for hanging with us tonight to talk backlash.
3: Yeah, good to be back. Uh, at Justin Labar on Twitter. It's got all my... Uh, Opining and all my uh, controversial thoughts with all of you it's got links to everything uh, wrestling reality the weekly podcast you can download on spotify itunes wherever uh see you there
1: awesome man matt bp matt morgan instagram and twitter matt morgan the number four longwood on facebook anything else you want to plug matt
2: no everything i'm doing politically as far as city commission work and longwood is goes go to like you just said uh, on facebook uh, matt morgan for longwood everything else Rants, raves, things like that, Instagram and Twitter, at Morgan.
1: Excellent, man. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein on Twitter. You can follow me there, live tweet along with all WWE programming. And, yes, you can check out my reviews of uh, Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid trilogy on there as well.
2: Glenn, can I just give one last plug? Because I forgot yeah, to do this last man. week. Um, seriously, um, people may not know this, but um, I'm uh geez, almost 13-year recovered painkiller addict uh sober you know for just in uh, march will be 13 years and uh one of the dumbest things i did you guys is i i picked up a cigarette when i was getting sober stupidest thing i could have done i wouldn't even kiss a girl that smoked a cigarette let alone me ever smoke one but because i have such a highly addictive nature i got bit by the bug and immediately got hooked on smoking cigarettes so what i've been trying to do is my bust my tail to quit and in doing so, this company called Biovape, I don't know if you can see it's upside down, sent me out these pretty cool uh, B12. It gives, actually gives out B12 vape. So every time you inhale, that's B12, vitamin B12. So I'm hoping this works. I'm hoping this could take because at my age, it's not it shouldn't be smoking to begin with, you know. But that's uh, part of the story I just wanted to share with people. And if this is what helps me beat it, it's a hell of a story, you know what I mean? So I just want to make sure… Other than those of you that are trying to quit smoking, I strongly suggest this. Biovape, and then it has B12 in it.
1: No, and it's definitely better than a lot of uh, the vape products that are out there. <clears throat> Taking vitamins yeah, and whatnot, yeah. that's awesome. Cool, man. So we'll be back here tomorrow night after Monday Night Raw. Until next time, folks, take care, and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast.